The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of That One Time at Bandcamp. I'm your host, Chris Chavez, and I'm super excited to get into this week's music. Now, technically, today's episode is not going to feature artists that I discovered on Bandcamp. However, they are on the website. See, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a show at a local venue here in Buffalo called Mohawk Place. Keep Flying was headlining, and if you've heard any of my other podcasts, you've heard me talk about them, and you know they're one of my favorite bands. Anyway, they had three acts that opened for them, and I'll be honest, I had not heard of any of them before the show. Well, that's not completely true. Earlier in the week, I planned to listen to their music so that I could see if there was anyone I really wanted to catch, except I only listened to one band before the show. It didn't affect whether or not I wanted to get there early enough, though. But man, I'm glad I did. All three acts put on amazing performances, so much so that I decided right then and there that I wanted to talk about their music for today's episode. And the best thing is, all three are local Buffalo acts, and all three are on Bandcamp. So first up is the band Ashford and their album Patterns. Okay, full disclosure, I missed the first few songs by the band because my buddies were hungry, so we stepped out to grab something to eat before the first and second opening act. But as soon as I got back inside, the music pulled me right to the floor. And as soon as that last song was done, I headed straight to the merch table and bought the CD. Then I had to check to see if they were on Bandcamp. And they were. So let's get into patterns. This six-track CD was released in February 2020. And immediately when the first song, Hypocrite, kicks off, there's this sense of familiarity in the pop-punk tempo and the guitar chords. My first thought is this kind of reminds me of Sum 41. It's catchy, it's bouncy, it feels like youth energy, and I'm digging it. Then the second song starts, and suddenly it's not upbeat pop-punk. This one's a little moodier. The whole band on this one, and especially the singer's vocals, give me a post-grunge vibe. The first thing that comes to mind is this feels like cross between Three Days Grace and Taproot. And the rest of the album continues to defy expectation. Seriously, each song sounds different from the other, making this band difficult to pigeonhole, which is a good thing. It's rare to find a band that doesn't settle on a one specific sound. The range and dynamics on this album is killer, and if you're a fan of A Perfect Circle, you'll dig the tune Flying. If you like the band Rise Against, check out the track Sophomore. Better yet, go to Bandcamp and pick up their CD. This is definitely a band you're going to want to keep on your radar, and I can tell you for sure that their live show is just as killer as the album. Okay, next up is the band Previous Love. Now, this is the one band that I actually got the chance to listen to before seeing the show, and at first I wasn't sure how I felt. It's not a bad thing. Uh, You know how sometimes you have to be in a certain mood to listen to a specific type of music? Well, I had just gotten done listening to the new Working Class Stiffs album, so going from that to Previous Love's 2017 self-titled EP was a strange transition. After I finished the EP, I started listening to the singles released after it, and that's when I stopped and really started listening. Once the newest single, Retrograde, ended, I was a fan. 
Okay, so first, the EP is a solid representation of the band's potential. There's an ethereal quality to the beginning of the song Dead Ends that makes you feel like laying your head back and closing your eyes, getting lost in the cure-like guitar effects. There's a moment of restrained distortion midway through, but then the song returns to this dreamy, shoegaze feel right to the end. The next song, Pinwheel, starts out with the same energy. And I keep going back to the word ethereal. It's just got this feel. The guitars are clean. There's a little bit of reverb. You know, there's a healthy use of whammy bar here and there. The drumming and the bass bring in the power that fills out the rest of the sound. And the vocals just float in and out of the music, sometimes soaring, sometimes grounded. There are certain times when it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying. But overall, it's just it kind of feels like it fits with everything, like it's part of the atmosphere. And the rest of the tracks on the EP follow suit, with a few of the songs building the like supercharged, heavy, fuzzed-out grooves before smoothing back out at the end. And then we move on to the singles. Immediately, Super Slur and Undeserving both feel very different from the songs on the EP. Right away, they give me late 80s, early 90s alternative vibes. Kind of like mixing a little bit of early R.E.M. with later Depeche Mode and throwing in some Oasis, serving it with a side of The Cure. The songs are wistful and heavy at the same time. Then their 2020 single, Hate Mouth, decides to switch lanes, and now it feels more like late 90s alternative, and there's this combination of Incubus and Puddle of Mud coming through my earbuds. Needless to say, I highly suggest you check out their EP and singles on Bandcamp and throw some support their way. Just like Ashford, Previous Love feels like one of those bands that you really want to pay attention to right now because they're on the verge of really doing some really, really cool things. So make sure you check them out. All right, before we finish off this episode with The Last Artist, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back. Hey, guys, Trev here. Now that live music's back, I want to tell you about Camp Punksylvania, which is going on in Artemis, Pennsylvania, September 9th, 10th, and 11th. There are over 20 bands on this bill that include Stolen Wheelchairs, Susie Moon, Antagonizers ATL, Big Wig, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and many more. Camp Punksylvania is bringing some of the best punk rock bands out there for this exclusive event. Not only does this have a wicked sick bill, there will be plenty of activities and contests going on throughout the weekend for you to enjoy. A misfit market, punk rock karaoke, and nightly jam sessions around a fire. What else could you ask for? Head to camppunksylvania.com for more details. Then use the code STRUGGLE10 at checkout when purchasing your tickets for 10% off your order. That's Struggle 10 over at CampPunkSylvania.com. And we're back. And it's time for that one time at Bandcamp's artist slash album of the week, Pain is a Season by Stress Dolls. Now, as I said before, I only had a chance to check out Previous Love's music before the show, so I didn't know what to expect from Stress Dolls. When a lone female with an acoustic guitar got up on stage and started adjusting the mic, I thought, cool, it should be starting soon. She's about to do a sound check, the band will come up, and we're going to get it going. Then she started strumming, and I was like, okay, we're starting. Stress Dolls is a solo act. Nice. I kind of like when solo acts use stage names that could be the name of a band. So I settled in, listening to her strumming, and I'm thinking this is a cool way to open the show. A little acoustic, some chill vibes. Everything's going to get nice and crazy later, so let's just kind of ease into it right now. And then she opened her mouth and started singing. Holy cow. I was not expecting what I heard. Honestly, I was waiting for that typical breathy kind of higher octave that permeates much of pop music these days. But instead, this powerfully rich tone almost knocked me on my ass. 
three or four words into the first few notes, and I turned to my buddy with my eyes wide, mouthing the words, holy shit. I just couldn't believe her voice. And for the rest of her set, I was captivated. It wasn't punk, but it wasn't pop. It wasn't alternative, and it also wasn't straight rock. It was a combination of all of these things in the performance. Well, as much as you can with a stripped-down acoustic version, but the song structures, the melodies, the words, it was good. As she belted out each song full of heart and soul, I kept trying to place just who it was she reminded me of. It was familiar, but still felt like something I had not heard before. I could hear punk attitude in some songs, in others alternative pop. All the while, her voice feels like a combination of Joni Mitchell... Linda Perry, Lizzie Hale, Courtney Love, Fiona Apple, Patti Smith, you name it. These these stronger female acts that can, you know, they can literally command the stage themselves if they wanted to. And I know some of those are pretty big names, but I'm telling you, so is the voice coming from the stage. At one point, Chelsea, which is her name, by the way, uh, mentioned that most of the songs she was performing usually had a backing band and that her music could be found on streaming services. So I immediately looked her up on, on Bandcamp and started following her. When I got home, I started listening to more of the songs, and two songs into the self-titled EP, I'm purchasing all the music she has available. The most recent release, Pain is a Season, came out in July of last year, and you can hear the way her songwriting had matured from her earlier releases. The music still hovers between alternative pop and indie throughout, and her voice is still warm and formidable, but there's this feeling of a lifetime of experience between the EP and Pain is a Season. The opening track, Missing, is a very chill piano instrumental that feels like a rainy day. I don't know how else to describe it. And that leads into Mall Walker, a song that feels like late 90s indie rock. And then the song, Forget Me Kindly, is a beautiful acoustic piece that leads into the next song, Nashville, which this right here feels like an instant radio hit. It's got an upbeat tempo, driving rhythm, and it reminds me of a song that would be at home on the soundtrack of a CW show like Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I'm showing my age. That's not bad, though, right? Like, like a lot of those songs had a kind of poppy sound to them, and, but they were catchy, and there was something about them that just kind of, you know, made you feel good. And that's that's what Nashville does. There's this the sound to it is just really nice. The song Noise starts out subdued, muted guitars and vocals. Then drums come in, and it stays restrained for a bit, but about halfway through, the power comes in, and the band drives the rest of the song home. I can't stress enough how good Pain is a Season is. From beginning to end, the album is packed with emotional lyrics, powerful vocals, catchy melodies, and passionate musicianship. So make sure to check out Stress Dolls and throw support her way. And if you live in the Buffalo area, make sure to catch her live. You'll be glad you did. And hey, maybe I'll even see you at the next show. Anyway, so there you have it, guys. That one time at Bandcamp Episode 3 is done. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for Friday's episode. My buddy Trev will be joining me as we do our Bandcamp Friday crossover with his show, The Struggling Artist Podcast. Should be a good time. Until then, keep on keeping on. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.